Oh, and welcome to the very first episode of the Bet MLS with Dero and Oso podcast. I'm Daniel Robertson. The Oso, introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Ben Bear, formerly of MLS, currently betting MLS. <laughs> I'd say between us, we probably have what? I started actually going to games in like 2004, maybe. So, shoot, like... You have you have some years on me. Uh, actually, well, I think the first MLS game I went to was maybe in 2000, but I wasn't really following the league uh, on a day-to-day basis until 2011 when I started working for Opta. And then uh, I moved over to the league a couple years later. So about 10 years I've been following the league day-to-day, uh, everything that's been going on uh, for the past 10 years. So we're talking over 25 years combined of following the league in some aspect. I wouldn't say we are, uh, you know, I, I like entertaining content around the league and, I, and and those sorts of things. We definitely love uh, the controversy and all those things. But, you know, as since neither of us actually work for the league anymore, uh, we are allowed to bet the league and we are allowed to use our knowledge uh, for entertainment purposes. Um, and I should say that, the you know, everything is for entertainment purposes. Uh, but uh this is, something, this is something we certainly uh, is very taboo when you're working inside. You know, maybe you talk about it with friends, but like you would never see me tweeting anything about lines. You'd never see me doing no, anything like that when you're working. But you'd get an email from Don was, pretty quick. <laughs> I will say I may or may not have, you know, allegedly right. talked my friends into making certain bets throughout the years. And I think uh, I, I've helped them make some money over the years. Right, right. So, but now we, uh, the shackles are off and we can, uh, we can talk about what we want here. So, um, you know, the point of the podcast, I think, you know, we were talking about it is just it, it, for entertainment purposes, giving our favorite bets of the week. We're going to have some different categories. We're going to have fun with it. Hopefully it grows over time and, and we can really develop a community around it. I don't know that there's really anyone else kind of doing this sort of thing right now and, and, um, and having fun with it. So uh, that's the key. Definitely hope to build the community over time. And, you know, Ben, you've launched a whole uh, content series, a website, a Substack around this. Do you want to talk a little bit about that before we get started? Yeah, so we're recording this on Tuesday. I think it's uh, April 13th. So yesterday I launched uh, guaranteedmls.substack.com. Uh, there I'll be making uh, betting picks every week. You know, I'll be putting out three pieces of content, three articles every week. Uh, depending on the week, it's either going to be one betting guide and two of just, you know, commentary analysis of things going around the league. You know, you know things I've been able to build up over the years, all the knowledge and just making analysis, uh, <laughs> making uh, talking about the league. Uh, and then if, the, if, if there is uh, a big midweek, as as will happen uh, in the second half of the season, I'll be making a betting guide for those uh, Wednesdays as well. Uh, so you can find that, yeah, guaranteedmls.substack.com. Bear spelled the right way, B-A-E-R. There you go. Uh, and then you can find all my other, uh, you can find my pieces there. I'm doing some other stuff with, uh, with some different outlets. Uh, you can find all that stuff on my Twitter account, BenBear89. Yeah, and it's great to see, like, I think – the, the lines and, and sites used to offer a lot less for MLS than they do now. And that's something I kind of wanted to transition into is as we talk about this, if you're new to betting for new to sports gambling in general, you may think that, Oh, a pick is just, I pick FC Dallas to beat uh, the Colorado Rapids this week. Well, it doesn't really work that way in gambling. That that's kind of a noob way to look at it. Um, we're going to be looking at it at a more in-depth angle of bets, like both teams to score over under goals. Um, there's so many different 
things you can bet. I mean, when you look at just a game, uh, I'm on Bovada right now, and I see like there's 90 different bets you can make in the Sounders-Minnesota United game uh, this week. Yep. And so that's where you find your edge generally, right? It's, it's not necessarily just in the money line. No, and it's especially the case when you're looking at money lines and, you know, in soccer and other leagues, I'll say, you know, you look at, you know, you're wearing a PSG jersey for some reason <laughs> on MLS podcast, but for PSG, uh, they'll be, uh, they'll have a home game in, in league uh, and they will be, you know, minus 900, meaning you have to bet $900 to win a hundred dollars. That doesn't really seem worth it in a lot of the cases. And that's holds true partly for MLS. You know, you're looking at a league where there's a lot of parity, you know, any team can really win in any scenario. So you, if you're going to bet a team that's minus 300, I'm not really sure that makes a lot of sense. Even if you think they're really going to win, that doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, exactly. And it's the kind of thing where, you know, you're say you're looking at an RSL game and Justin Glad is out that game and you're saying, oh, well, actually RSL allows twice as many goals when Justin Glad is out or something like that. And you're looking at, oh, the team total for Minnesota United's in town and the team total is one goal. Maybe I want to bet that they're going to score more than one goal. That doesn't even mean they have to win. You know, your bet is not necessarily based on whether a team wins or loses. It's, hey, the, the good defenders are out for one team and, and this team has been scoring goals on the road. Those sorts of things, I feel like you can find a lot of edge in if you really know the league. And again, but it's also MLS. So anything can happen <laughs> in any game. I've seen a whole rotated squad go into Seattle and win games uh, against the Sounders. So anything can happen. I think maybe FC Dallas did that one time uh, when you were there. Yeah. So anything <laughs> could happen in this league. Yeah, exactly. It, you know, and that's why we say again, uh, you want to be careful about betting. And, and one thing I should mention, the responsible way to bet is a unit-based system where typically you're, you bet 1% of your bankroll, whatever your unit is, 1%, 2%, whatever. Betting a unit-based betting is going to help you with those highs and lows. You never want to bet a irresponsible amount of your bankroll because it is something just like any other uh, entertainment, you know, you can get caught up in things. And when you keep it to a one unit system, you keep it responsible. Hey, when, when you bet Dallas to win, or when you bet Seattle to beat Dallas and they pull off the upset, you're not, uh, you're, you're, it's not affecting your mood, let's say for, for too long. Yeah, we, we don't want to see anyone developing any gambling problems or gambling issues. So yeah, you could stick to your, you stick to your unit, you know, it could be $20, it could be a hundred dollars, uh, but you know, it's probably not more than a hundred dollars if I had to guess. But it's in that range, and you don't want to be betting 10 units on a game, typically, especially with MLS. But, you know, maybe if you really feel strongly, maybe you go to two or three, but that's about it. Yeah, and, and one of the categories we'll have is like a, like a two-unit lock of the week. And that's, you know, that, that may, may or may not be an actual two-unit that we're betting. It's kind of just, just, uh, just for the term, right? Uh, I've heard some people have like five-unit whatever. Don't, yeah. ever, don't ever get into gambling Twitter. It's, it's an absolute disaster. <laughs> So um, as we transition here, the first thing we want to do, and obviously this is just going to be for this episode, um, we won't be talking about this in the future, but Bovada this year has futures bets in MLS. And there's a few different things you can bet on. And this is what I talked about with like new things that they're adding, which is really fun uh, ways to, you know, look at lines, maybe place that bet that's going to last for, you know, gives you kind of a rooting interest for <laughs> the whole season in a lot of ways. And so what we wanted to talk about first, Major League Soccer futures, both with MLS Cup winner and Golden Boot. So let's start out with MLS Cup uh, winner. And while I'm pulling these up, why don't you tell me what you're looking at? The first bear bet, the first oh so pick of the year. 
Well, so I'll, I'll first say that BetMGM also has futures. Uh, some of the other sites that I, I, I poked around in, you know, I was doing some 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 line shopping, but I, I, I couldn't find much in the way of futures, but I found them on Bovada and BetMGM. So I found something really interesting. BetMGM, they have sport in Kansas City at a plus 1,600, basically 16 to 1. That is not really a great bet to me. You know, I think they are a, a, a top team in this league, but I don't really see a lot of value uh, in that pick. You know, it's I think it's somewhere fifth or sixth. Uh, on on BetMGM, on Bovada right now we're recording this on Tuesday. It is plus uh, three thousand thirty wow. to one. So that's I think they were the number you know, one seed last year. Twelve. And, yeah, they they won the Western Conference last year. They didn't really lose anyone. They made they made they made some additions. They made an addition uh, in the midfield. They'll have Alan Polito back. We don't really know how much he's going to be playing uh, this season with all the different internationals, but. Busio maybe makes a big well, push be uh, into, to be, into becoming a. They'll, they'll, they're probably going to make the playoffs, and if they make the playoffs, then you have a shot. And it's thirty to one. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So that's where I'm putting a unit down. And when you think about the winter time in Kansas City, too, like that's a tough place to go play. They were in into the buzzsaw. Minnesota was this weird team last year, and I mean, look, they're going to be good again. Uh, but yeah, yes. I, well, and that's when you said sixteen to one. I was kind of like, uh, but I, I have Bovada up, and I'm like. Dude, how do you, how does that happen where there's tw- tw- twice the odds for one team versus another? So what I'll say is, you know, there is some differences when we're looking at the futures between those two sites. You know, when we're going to get into the matches later, there isn't a lot of difference between yep. all these different, you know, all, all these different sites have it for the matches. There's not a lot of difference. We're not going to be talking a lot of line shopping. Maybe you can find a little edge here and there. Maybe you poke around a little bit. But you're not really going to get into any huge swings like what we're talking about with this sporting Kansas City line. Yeah, and that so and and that's the other thing that's crazy to me. They also have Western Conference winner. So they have sporting as the seventh best odds in the West. Like that's <laughs> that's that's they're top five. They're top five at least. Yeah, like come on. Um, okay, so mine is actually going to be in the Eastern Conference. Um, I'm going with Atlanta United. A very similar scenario. Well, not exactly similar in the sense that. Kansas City was actually really good last year, um, and they're being disrespected this year. I think Atlanta United, obviously, they were terrible last year. Frank DeBoer, like, it, it was just a lost season in so many ways. And there's so many, I think, legitimate excuses for Atlanta United um, why last year didn't work out so well. They lost their best player. Uh, they had an absolutely terrible coach. COVID was, yeah, the- you know, really weird for them. And the second that DeBoer got out, their their results improved a ton already. They looked a bit, a bit. Not, I mean, they still ended up nowhere to go but up. Win a game. <laughs> I mean, they also had the uh, the PT issues. You know, him leaving. They brought in Moreno. He was not great. Uh, maybe we'll see a little bit better. You know, they're playing right now, so maybe he yeah. scored a goal already in, in the game they're playing right now. Are you serious? But yeah, it was. A, it was a, no. I said maybe. I said maybe. Oh, okay. Not watching. We're recording a podcast. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, of course. So it was a terrible 2020. So yeah, so you can get into. So I I don't think we heard the actual odd yet. Yeah. So they've got them uh, to win MLS Cup, and I got it actually about three weeks ago at 22 to one. Um, after beating Aliuense last week, it dropped a little bit. It's down to 20 to one. But still, you're telling me a team that is incredibly difficult to beat at home, and we know, like we've seen enough playoffs to know that like home form and getting those home games in the playoffs if you're good. That's why Seattle has been so good the last few years is because they're just incredibly tough to beat at home. So you talk about it. And we could be looking at, we could be looking at at least half full. I mean, I think Atlanta's going to be half full 
start, but we could be looking at some big crowds, you know, towards the end of the season too. Hopefully. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, they have their guy back. They've improved the midfield. Obviously there's some new signings in there, but um, I trust Gabriel Ainsa, Argentine bringing in Argentine midfielders. Like he knows what he's doing with those players. I trust his acquisitions a lot more than Frank DeBoer. And I feel like at 20 to one, I mean, there are, let me see one, two, there's four teams in the, no, five teams in the East with better odds than Atlanta. Philadelphia, like how does Philadelphia, I don't want to disrespect Philadelphia, but they lost their best three players. Like, Ooh, I don't know about that. In one CFC? But no, in one CFC? They lost through two starters. They didn't lose their best players. Trust okay, me. okay. But NYCFC, like, in NYCFC. NYCFC doesn't make any sense. NYCFC so has twice as good odds as Atlanta United. That's, that's, and, and you know, when we're Do talking about. Do they even have any players in that team? They have, like, they have about, like 13 players. Right. And when you're talking about betting, you're not just betting like who you think is going to win. At the end of the day, you're looking at the lines and saying, where is the inefficiency there? And just like you as yeah. Sporting Kansas City at plus 3,000, to me, Atlanta United, plus 2,000, 20 to 1. Like, yeah, I put some money on that. Like I said, I got it at 22 to 1. Um, and, and I feel like all the other, you know, there's, there's, some, there's some dogs in there as well. Like, I think, you know, the big fade, I think we both agree, NYCFC, fifth best odds in MLS, plus 1,200. That's a huge fade to me. <laughs> no, I mean, definitely fading that. But honestly, if you look at any team in MLS that's below nine, seven, yeah. you know, 700, 800, I'm not betting them. It's just not there, – there's no value there for me to bet LAFC at 5-1. to one. There's just – there's too many things that can go wrong. You know, you're looking at LAFC team that could be selling Diego Rossi and uh, Ed at Juesta this year. It could be going through some changes. We know they've had some struggles in knock-around competitions. So it's just, it's not worth any value uh, to bet them to me. Exactly, exactly. Um, really quick, uh, Golden Boot. They, I've never seen lines for Golden Boot before either. And uh, they, they've got Golden Boot lines, which is pretty pretty interesting to me. There's some huge fades in here. <laughs> Nani 14 <laughs> to one, like just light your money on fire. Nani is not, not going to win Golden Boot. No, okay. definitely not. Uh, but I, I personally, I mean, Joseph Martinez five to one. I'm I put a little bit of money on it. I think it really just depends on how much he's playing for them. Obviously, if if he plays, if he starts thirty games for Atlanta United, he's not going to though because okay. he's going to be playing with Venezuela. Okay, but and he's coming back from from an ACL, so they're going to you know in those in well, those starting Saturday, today. Wednesday, Saturday. I know he's starting today, but. You know, on those Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, they're going to want to hold him out at least for a couple of those. You know, for I think he's going to start. You know, you're looking at 25 to 28 starts for him this year if he stays healthy. When you know, I was looking at what the clip was for basically. It, you know, it, it's almost like a daily fantasy type thing with NBA, where you're trying to analyze how many goals per minute do they do you need to score to win? You and know, he scores. He scores. He scores a goal a game. So you're I was going to say 25 goals. That's exactly that what I'm thinking. Is if he plays. 25 games, scores a goal, averages a goal a game, 25 goals is going to put him right there at the top. Um, and he's only fourth best odds. And you just like you were saying with LAFC, Vela and Rossi are the two right next to each other. And to me, like, that's tricky because you're looking for one player who scores all the goals on his team when you're talking about Golden Boot. Which one is the one you liked? Uh, yeah, so you talked about Vela and Rossi. I think those are the players who are most likely to actually win the Golden Boot. But I don't, I'm not going to – it's not – there's not enough value there for me. Uh, and then you have a lot of players like Joseph, Rui Diaz, uh, some others that are going to be playing with their national teams a lot this year. So I'm not seeing a lot of value there. I'm going to go out on a limb here. This I'm not feeling too strongly about it, but I'm going to say Iguain. 
I like it. I think he's nine hundred and plus nine hundred and one buck plus seven hundred. You know, you go with the with the plus nine hundred if you can get it. Uh, I think he's you know he's been playing thirty starting thirty games this year probably if he stays healthy uh, with Miami. He's going to be coming out. He's going to be hearing all the talk about what he what happened to him last year. Only scoring one goal. He did have a lot of expected goals uh, compared. So if he just cleans up the finishing a little bit, I think, you know, I'm not really a big Phil Neville guy, but I think he's going to clean it up a little bit, maybe a little bit more team cohesion. You know, last year was a bit of a mess with COVID uh, and being an expansion team. So just a little bit more cohesiveness, maybe just a little bit better play. And he's Gonzalo Guayne. I don't think he's watched yet. Having seen this firsthand, uh, the question is, what kind of fitness is he in to start preseason? Uh, he's not a guy that really comes I, in. I think he scored a goal in preseason, at least a couple. And that, that goes back to, like, uh, you mentioned Sporting Kansas City earlier, Polito. Polito looks like he's carrying a, a few extra pounds himself. Um, but, uh, but yeah, head, head over to Bovada and check out those futures bets if you want to um, get another look at those. So as we transition into week one here, it, it, it's, not like, uh, it's not like a lot of places, you know, like players and, and question marks on whether they're going to play that week is going to play a huge part in things a lot of times. And so when we're recording, we're not necessarily going to have, like, all of the information for if a player is going to start or whatever. And sometimes so yeah. always take those into account. Right. And we, and we may change it up. You know, once we start getting heavy, heavy midweek uh, schedules, we may uh, change it up to, you know, to be a little bit closer, you know, or we'll be talking about the Wednesday games and maybe posting it a little bit earlier. Yeah, exactly. And potential stuff on Twitter accounts and everything. We'll, we'll figure all that out uh, as well. But so, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a new day and age in MLS where there's what is there, 13 games this weekend? Um, yeah, 13 <laughs> games. Uh, I remember the days of like six. Um, yeah. So, you know, thir- and we are not here to talk about every all 13 games. Then how bad of an idea is it to bet the entire board and MLS especially? Never do that. That's just terrible. You have no idea what's going to happen in this league. We're looking at a week one where teams are changed, very changed up. We we see some insane results sometimes. You know, I remember, I think it was Houston and Atlanta. I don't know if it was 2018 or 2019. 2019 may make more sense, but Houston came out. They beat them like 5 nothing. But I don't think they even made the playoffs that year. And then Atlanta, either they definitely made the playoffs if it was that year. And they took at least one trophy home. I forget if it was 2018 or 2019. So it's going to be a crazy week. But, you know, really any week in MLS doesn't really make a lot of sense to bet every game. Pick your spots. Uh, there's definitely opportunities. There's definitely places to win. But it's not going to be betting every game. What I will say is if you go to guaranteed MLS on, on Friday, I will be picking every game. But right. I'm not going to be betting every game. That's just more for fun, you know, to, to, try, to, uh, to create a little conversation. And also right. I just want to put out a quick disclaimer. I am doing some work for Austin FC. So will we not, I will not be discussing any Austin FC games, and I'll be, I will not be making any picks. That doesn't preclude uh, Daniel here from doing that, but uh, I will not be doing that. Yeah, and that is actually a great segue because I'm just so. <laughs> so the idea is for these picks, we're going to come up with some fun categories for them. These will probably evolve over time, um, but we're, we're keeping it simple this week since we spent a lot more discussion on the futures bets this week. My best bet of the week involves Austin. Uh, this is my you know two unit uh, favorite lock of the week. I love LAFC Austin over three goals. Now, when we look at the preseason for Austin so far, there have been some up and down results. I would say they are going to be a fun team to watch. No doubt about it. I love how the team is built. However, in La Copita, they have a lot of work to do at the back. Okay. Three goals allowed to the Dynamo. Three goals allowed to FC Dallas. But they're scoring goals too. 
three goals against uh, FC Dallas. They scored two on the Dynamo. Not really saying a whole lot, but they scored five on San Antonio. So you're talking about like goals galore in their games. And when you win Carlos Vela is healthy, when LAFC is healthy, they have other guys who know if they'll have them all season. You know, who knows who's going to be here in the summer. However, when you're talking about week one, they're going to be out to impress. Carlos Vale is probably going to have at least two himself. Austin's going to uh-huh. try. They're, they don't, they're not going to want to get shut out. Clearly, their defense is still a work in progress. They've put more into the midfield, more into the attack. Over three goals to me, I love that line. I love um, just the fact that this is going to be a national TV game. Usually that brings out some goals, and I'm just not going to count against uh, LAFC at home. I pulled a few stats. 11 out of 14 home games in 2019 that Vela played had three or more goals. So, you know, when he plays, when he's healthy, yeah, he wasn't healthy a lot of the year last year. But when he plays, he's, you know, there's goals. And I so I love over three goals in this one. Another alternate, if you're looking to get a really nice line, that over three goals right now is even money. Both teams to score and LAFC to win is coming in at something like plus 250. And to me, that's a really nice idea of if you're talking about three to one, four to one score lines, that sort of thing. If you want to bump the number, I'm going to stick with over three. I, I like that because I do like Austin to get a goal or two. I think they have a really nice attack um, that they've built early on, but uh, give me Austin LAFC over three. Then the, the only thing I'd ask you to comment on is LAFC home games goals. They don't get shut out at home very often. No, I mean, we, I, I don't think I've seen anything about what the fan situation is at Bank of California this week, but even last year they, you know, they scored plenty of goals that, you know, they won seven of seven of 11 games. Uh, I, you know, I'm not going to say if it's good, better or not, but you know, we've seen a lot of goals uh, Absolutely. in all his preseason games. So that was the last thing I was going to mention was they gave up three to, or they got five to new England, two games and new England is good, but um, yeah, love that bet. So Ben, tell me what, uh, what are you looking at for your favorite bet of the week? I'm going out on a limit a little bit. You know, I, I, I think many people would not pick this game, but I am, it's going to be the New York Red Bulls. They are plus wow. 120 at home. You know, they're, they're their home team that is, you know, they're, you know, if you bet 100, you get 120. So that's a little bit of a positive. You know, you don't want to pick a home team that I think is, you know, in the, in the minus 110 or above range for this kind of bet. Uh, so I'm looking at the Rebels. I think Gerhard Schubert is really going to rev up that press again. I think the Rebels are, have been very difficult, difficult to beat at home over the years, and especially early in the season. I've been to a lot of those games. They're difficult. They're a little bit colder. It's supposed to be. You know, 50 degrees there, I, I think, this weekend. And I think he's really going to rip up the attack. And I think they heard all the talk from last year and what happened last year. And they had the big drop-off. And I think they're really going to come out with their hair on fire uh, this year. And I think there is some some injury stuff going on. You know, we've, we've seen some reports here and there about Alan Polito. We don't really know if he's been playing or not. We may know more towards the end of the week. But if he's not playing, that just puts me more towards the Rebels. And I think SKC... It came out, you know, we talked about them for MLS Cup. This has nothing to do with MLS Cup. <laughs> you can lose week one and still win MLS Cup. Doesn't, so it doesn't make a difference. But I think they, they may get, a, you know, take some, take a little bit of time to find their feet. They have a new center back. I believe they'll be starting, you know, Dale Lindsay at right back. They're going to have a new midfielder. You know, they may have, you know, Busio playing and starting because you got the number 10 shirt. I think there's a lot of changes going on. I think it may, be, it may take them a little bit of time to just bring it all together. I like that you mentioned uh, early in the season games because it seems like in MLS, the same teams are at home week one, like every single year. And like, for instance, Dallas, Dallas is always at home week one, warm weather environment, and they always seem to win. Like it, yes. it, it, it has no, we've talked I was about definitely looking one. at that game too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I like 
I like, I can't wait to see what Colorado brings. So like I'm, I'm staying that to me, that game is a total stay away. I, I, I like what they've done overall. And so Dallas, they are a favorite. I, or they're right about even money. Wasn't really good enough for me to take a look at that one, but I like that bet um, on the Red Bulls. Uh, definitely an interesting one there um, on, on Saturday night uh, in New Jersey. So Next one we're going to talk about is the underdog of the week. So this is going to be a fun one where the rules we set out where they got to be plus 250 or above. Um, the, the bet has to be plus 250 or above. Normally, it's probably going to be uh, just like a, a team money line. But, uh, but why don't you start out this time and, uh, and give us your underdog of the week? Uh, so I'm going to go with the team that is playing this team. If you're, if you're watching, it's the Portland Timbers. Uh, Vancouver is at home, at home meaning in Utah right now. But it's still a home game, so they don't have to travel because they're based in Utah right now. They're plus 340. Portland traveled down. I forget which country it was, honestly. But they traveled down to Central America. Then they Honduras. fly back to Portland. Honduras, there you go. Uh, they have to fly back to Portland. Uh, they play, you know, Tuesday night. Then they have to go travel to Utah. I think, you know, with all of their old legs, you know, they have Valeri, Chara. Uh, and they don't have a lot of depth right now because we saw Obobasi not play in the first leg. You know, they didn't have they don't have these go to they don't have Blanco still coming back from his torn ACL. They don't have a lot of depth and they have a lot of old guys. So I think there's a high probability that we could see a big squad rotation, even though there's no CCL the week after. We could see a big squad rotation coming to this game. Vancouver has is dealing with some injuries themselves. They have some backline issues, but I think this is right for an opportunity for at least a one unit bet. Man, I love that bet to be honest with you. The the more you talk about it, because I feel like, especially Portland Timbers, Giovanni Savarese, coach, he, I, I bet you he wants to win CCL so bad. I mean, this is the golden goose for they've, they've talked about they've, they've talked about this year is their year, and they want to be the first and most – I mean, every team does. But they've talked a lot about it because, you know, this is probably the last chance they're going to get with this group. And as a team that has won MLS Cup as a lower seed, like, they, they know – that's a veteran group. They know what they need to do to be ready for MLS Cup later in the year. Like, I don't – it's it, they're kind of like the Lakers where it's like they don't care what happens in, in January and February. Like, LeBron is out right now. AD is out. They don't even care. They just want to get in the playoffs. Yeah. Whereas Vancouver, I mean, shoot, they they got to have it. And if you're if you're Mark Dos Santos, like – you got to have this like he, he's he's what against the rival he's number one on the hot seat probably right like if they don't start out hot he's probably number one to go first they've taken a lot of time putting this whole project together they've you know they brought in a new technical director they brought in a, new, a recruiting specialist i believe this off season uh if none of these signings hit you know i think they'll give them some time and it's not going to be like two or three games like we've seen in the past maybe but if they don't come out with you know their first 10 games and getting you know, at least 15 points, I think we could see a change in Vancouver. So, yeah, I love that bet. My dog of the week doesn't have as much uh, research in it, to be honest. I'm just fading Houston because I saw – I watched their game against Dallas. Oh, the Dallas week. guy. The Dallas yeah, guy. Yeah, look, Houston. I watched their game bet. against Dallas last week. They look like a mess at the back. There are – just the organization of the team is not there yet. And if you're not an organized team, the one thing you have to be against Matias Almeida is organized. If you're not organized – they will rip you apart. So I'm taking San Jose traveling on the road plus 275 at Houston this weekend. I really like what they bring. I like the stability. It feels like an off season of stability for San Jose, whereas they've been mixing things up in the past. 
They've added a couple of nice pieces that Almeida's familiar with, but they still have the old guards there. They gave a new contract uh, to their number 10. They have Wando still there, going back to Houston. Good vibes there. Um, I really, I just like what they bring to the table, and I think that this is a game that San Jose, plus 275 especially, is ripe for the taking. Really like that one. And by the way, I should mention, when we talk about these uh, underdogs, we're taking the big money. But if you like th- the reasoning that we're giving, you can also get – San Jose plus 0.5 on the spread. And if it's a draw, you also win. You know, you, you, you can take those bets as well. But uh, Or you can do win or draw. I believe Vancouver is still plus 110. Uh, win yes. Or draw. But no guts, no glory. We're sticking with uh, we're sticking with the underdogs. Just a couple more this week um, that I want to get into. One other bet I wanted to mention, like I said, we're kind of getting, getting a little, uh, these first couple episodes will probably be jumping around a little bit on our categories. I think we'll lock these down over time. One that I wanted to mention, um, and then I'll let you go back, is my kind of chalk of the week play. This is one that, uh, you know, is, is going to be somewhere between like a 150 to 200, minus 150 to minus 200 bet. Not, you know, odds where you're not going to bet it where you can't win, but uh, but definitely a favorite. And for me, Seattle Sounders, Minnesota United, both teams to score. Um, this is coming in, I believe I got it at about minus 150. Let me see what it's at now. I think it's up to minus 170 or so, uh, minus 165 right now. So it's not amazing odds, right? But you bet 165 to win 100. But um, basically the reasoning that I like for this is Minnesota, I mean, really impressive last year. Impressive scoring goals and impressive going on the road. Also, there's a trend in these first couple weeks of the MLS season that I was researching a couple days ago, 18 out of the, and remember before COVID, we did play two weeks of the MLS season. So there is a sample size there last season. They got two weeks in 18 of the 26 games before it shut down. Both teams scored Uh, in 2019, 11 out of the 12 opening weekend games, both teams scored. Um, I think that there's a lot of trends there to suggest that in MLS, the defenses take a lot more time to round out and get into shape than the offenses do. And so both teams have score bets early on, and a lot of them are juiced. Like most of them, if you look, are between one, minus 150 to minus 180 for the most part. So there's not, you know, the, the books know this. <laughs> you know, they, they know, they know this. They're, I, they're, I still like They're it. pretty much all juiced from what I've seen, yeah. Right. But, okay, this bet would have hit in 10 out of 11 home games in 2020 for the Sounders. Their defense wasn't great last year uh if you remember three and, and who was their right back again i don't yeah, exactly. they're putting a right back these days exactly. or right wing back if they're playing five in the back minnesota's added a lot of attacking talent i don't know if juan chope avila is he available I, I i'm not sure on that one i doubt we're gonna see him he's he may be available but i i mean he's just getting he's, he's a probably super sub he's in quarantine you know who knows yeah, uh, but Reynoso looks great. And if you remember the playoff game last year, it was 3-2 Sounders, amazing game. These teams just, they really like to attack. And when you talk about Sounders home game, they've been shut out at home twice since the start of 2019. The Sounders score goals at home. Uh, so basically you're kind of betting, can Minnesota find one? Um, Minnesota scored 19 goals in four preseason games this year. Not, not all of it was against the best competition. Um, that's my, that's my popping stats right there. Right. So I like at, at the juice. Uh, I like Sounders, Minnesota, both teams to score. Um, give me that bet. Same, you know, both teams to score again. You know, we, you gave all the stats on both teams scoring. I'm going with Chicago, New England. Chicago just gave up a ton of goals last year. And I don't really see that changing this year. They didn't really change any of their uh, their team back there. And New England, you know, I think they had a strong defensive record last year. But they're going on the road. They're going at Chicago team that's been playing uh, their first time in front of fans at Soldier Field. They're going to be juiced. 
I think we're this higher potential to see a lot of goals in this game. And I'm thinking three, two, two to one, at least probably maybe even three to two, 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 somewhere in that kind of range. So I think it's going to hit the over on that. And then, yeah, let's get into our wild parlays and we're going to call these. It's called the, the Chalice of the week. Yes. After our favorite coach of all time. Love now, it. If you yes. go and look up Chalice and MLS, you'll find some ridiculous stories. I think the athletic uh, put one out maybe a couple of years ago. Remember, you know, when I was even covering MLS, uh, just going and getting quotes from him is just some of the most insane things you'll ever see. He's smoking cigarettes on the sideline, and that wasn't even that long ago. Uh, so <laughs> we're calling these the Chalice of the week. My Chalice this week, I'm going to do five teams, win or draw. We're looking at Chicago, D.C., Montreal, Columbus. Columbus is minus 375, win or draw. Eesh. And Cincinnati, they're plus 105. Putting all that together, if they, all of those teams either win or draw, I'm getting plus 1235. So basically 12 to 1 if all those teams win or draw. Now, is, is it going to hit? Probably not. But it could be fun. Well, and what's nice is like if, if you when you and look, I love the the me and my buddies, we'll do the one dollar parlays all the time, one dollar to win nine hundred dollars or whatever, you know. Why not if you want to put a dollar on it to bet all 12 games for the weekend? And look, if you get to Sunday and you're alive, you can always hedge out of it. Like you can, you know, you can hedge out, bet on yes. the team you bet against and uh and and make some money on that. Uh so so always if you're gonna do if you're gonna do parlays with MLS, hedge. Always yes. hedge. Yes. So what I'm going to do for mine is I'm going to actually take uh, I'm going to steal a couple of your bets here um, and and do this uh, and, and do a parlay for myself. Also, five teams. I'm going to go with I'm going to take your Vancouver pick. I'm going to take my C- uh, San Jose pick, because if you put plus three and three hundred plus two hundred dogs, right, in you're going to be doing pretty good. You're looking good. I'm going to take Los Angeles FC against Austin. So I know you can't comment on that one. I'm going to take the and I'm going to take the Red Bulls. And that gives me plus 10,000 odds. So I'm getting about 10 to 1 odds on that as well. Or uh, sorry, 100 to 1 odds on that. So that's $1 to win. 100 to 1. And yeah. three. LAFC, Vancouver. Oh, did I mention? I threw in. I think, uh, you, may, I think you may have missed one. Yeah. I threw in the, the Sounders as well. LAFC, okay. Whitecaps, Sounders, Earthquakes, Red Bulls. $1 to win 103. So I'm, I'm beers are on me if that one hits. Um, and, uh, and, and like I mentioned, there is an opportunity to hedge out with the Whitecaps. If I'm still alive heading into Timbers Whitecaps, which ends up the weekend, I'll probably put, put a little bit. Put a unit on it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, cool. So that, uh, that'll wrap things up for this time. Like I said, we're really excited to bring you guys kind of some fun betting content around the league. You know, normally we're probably going to look at doing it once a week. If the demand is there, if we're getting a lot of fans twice a week, maybe we can do some live sometimes get, uh, we definitely want to hear other people's bets on games, uh, et cetera. And, yeah. uh, send and- us your bets, send us your bets and send us, uh, your suggestions about what we can do better because God only knows we can improve. Yes. And categories. I'd love to hear categories. Like give us some category names names. categories. Yes. Yeah. Category names. We've already got the Chalice, but we need a best bet. We need chalk of the week. Uh, lots of different um, categories. So uh, we'll wrap it up with that. Thank you guys so much for listening. And, uh, and yeah, we'll be back next week. Another episode of bet MLS with Dero and Oso.